Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 13 of the Hungry for Hockey Talk podcast. It has been a pretty sleepy week in terms of hockey this week. Not too much has gone on. And uh, today I'm only joined by Johnny B. John Boron, who had to skip last week because his computer was in pieces. I got a new computer. <laughs> new MacBook. Woo. Give us free stuff out. Um, um, also, I noticed that you haven't been introducing yourself, Grant. So yeah. when people log on or listen to us, they just hear this voice, which is a very like great for radio voice. Don't get me wrong. Thank you. But no one knows that your name is Grant. Well, I don't. I want to stay mysterious and hidden. Oh, you know, I live, in a, I live in a, in a very potentially hostile environment. Potentially prestigious neighborhood. Well, not a prestigious neighborhood. No, just uh, just a potentially hostile environment. And with the teams <laughs> I'm affiliated with, I'm not I'm not comfortable giving out my true identity. Well, you should mention who you saw at lunch today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, okay. Uh, I just sound like a crazy guy with with no evidence, but yeah, we ran into ran into. Uh, well, Connor McDavid having having brunch with uh, with some friends of his, I think, and uh, yeah, saw him saw him sitting there eating. It was kind of neat seeing uh, you know these these people, like we've been saying, are, are human beings, and they do stuff. So it's pretty <laughs> neat seeing them. Um, they eat lunch and go to the bathroom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly. Uh, but yeah, it was it was pretty neat. Like nobody really. Uh, made a big deal about it, which was nice. I'm sure he appreciated that. Uh, these two fans did um, did vulture on that uh, as soon as his table got up to leave. Um, snuck at a snack to picture there, and <laughs> but it was yeah, it was as suspected. Cool. You could just see him roll his eyes a little bit, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> fans will be fans. Yeah. So it was neat. It was yeah. The regular person. But yeah, so I'm Grant. Um, I feel like you guys have said my name enough, so. That's uh, true. Yeah. So yeah, Sterling is uh, busy, like he always is. He's got he's got schoolwork, so everybody pray for Sterling. <laughs> and um, yeah, he'll he'll he might not be around for the next couple of weeks here with 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 finals and, and papers and and all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah, thoughts out to, to Sterling. Good luck on on, on all those papers. Uh, how are you doing, John? Excited um, for your new computer? I'm stoked about my new computer. Yeah. It's kind of uh, mandatory when you're trying to do a PhD. Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> my other one, my hard drive just completely died. So time yeah, for just time for an upgrade. Wouldn't even restart. No. So, yeah. Well. Um, you know, another team that uh, we can transition that into uh, a team that's kind of had uh, some troubles as well. They're, they they seem to be restarting quite a bit. The uh, Columbus Blue Jackets. There was a cannon there. Um, <laughs> yeah, did anybody jump? Oh, not. You should expect that by now. But, uh, yeah, they've... Uh, very 
very interesting decision by by John Tortorella um, last week. There, he decided to sit uh, a healthy Sergei Bobrovsky against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, this is Thursday, March seventh, um, which happened to also be uh, my buddy Scott's uh, birthday. So happy belated birthday to Scotty C. But yeah, so they got shut out by the Pittsburgh Penguins. They were playing for their playoff lives. Um, they've since managed to get back in uh, because another team that we will be talking about in a second here has dropped its last two games. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was interesting. They played on Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday of this past week. And uh, they decided to give, I guess, Bob a, an extra day off between Tuesday and Saturday. <laughs> Sorry. So, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like it's, it's weird, right? Super weird, man. Yeah. And like, you can, you can't even use Sterling's reason, uh, reasoning last week for why Babcock decided to play Garrett Sparks over, uh, Basil or not Vasilevsky, Frederick Anderson. Um, in a back-to-back because it wasn't a back-to-back. No, he had like friggin' four days off. <laughs> I mean, so, it, it worked. I they mean, the, did it? They, yeah. They got the win last night. Yeah, that's true. They got one of the two games. That's very true. Yeah. I guess so, it worked. The interesting strategy. Worked. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand it either. Yeah. Because like a team playing for your playoff lives, you can't really afford to rest. You your play your number best one guy every night down the road. Yeah, yeah. Because you know you guys are all in now. You gotta play all in. Do you think? So. Do you think uh, Matt Duchesne's feeling a little cursed? <laughs> <laughs> he lives. He leaves that shitty situation in Colorado. Yeah, goes to Ottawa. And like, yeah. Ottawa was a good team <laughs> before he got there. One win away from one goal away from goal uh, away. Stanley Cup final. Stanley Cup final, yeah. And he shows up, and they're, they're the literally the worst team. All the stars <laughs> are shipped out. <laughs> yeah. And so he finally leaves and goes to Columbus. Who, I mean, <laughs> like we're in the playoffs, and now I mean, I guess they are right now currently. Yeah, they're literally fighting for their playoff lives and not doing a very good job of it. Yeah, and at the end of the season, all their stars can get shipped out. <laughs> Same situation. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like that those kind of games would be more fun. I mean, unless you're losing them all. Yeah, obviously. But uh, yeah, you you, you kind of have you kind of feel like you you have something to play for instead of, you know, resting on your laurels kind of thing, like kind of cruising in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's, it was just an odd odd strategy by Columbus. And, and like you said, it did happen to work. They are back in a playoff spot now with um, the same amount of games played as Pittsburgh. But, you know, they, they need to... Yeah, they should try to reach higher. You don't want to be playing... Um, Washington in the first round or Tampa Bay. So, you know, is, is Washington, um, top of the Metro? Yeah. Yeah. They're up two points on the Islanders. 
Wow. Yeah. Five games in a row they've won. Making moves. Yeah. So, I mean, Stanley Cup champs. So, yeah. can't really expect anything less. Uh, it's all about that Tom Wilson. Yeah, exactly. Tom Wilson money. Uh, so, yeah. So, we can... Uh, yeah, I don't really have anything to say about Columbus. Um, I got a question. Yeah? If they don't make the playoffs... Do they re-sign Matt Duchesne? Hmm. I mean, how well has he been doing? Not that well. He's not on his point of game pace like he was with uh, in Ottawa. I do not. Strangely enough. So. Let's see here. He is not. He's only got one point in his last five games. Yeah. So, I mean, Panarin hasn't been doing too great either. I think they're kind of their their offense is kind of dried up, and that's their problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's the problem with uh, with chemistry, right? It's, yeah. It's it's difficult to. Um, that's why trade deadline can get pretty sticky. Because uh, if you're shipping guys out, and you're kind of not getting the right personnel in in terms of chemistry it can really throw your team off Mm -hmm. um but i don't know the first couple games that i watched uh while duchene was there he seemed to have pretty good chemistry with with panarin but you know for whatever reason i guess they're just not i think yarmo kind of has to go through the ringer to try to re-sign matt duchene yeah i I don't think he'll do it um like i don't think duchene will want to sign there Mm mm-hmm because like they're they're too precarious, I think. And Duchesne doesn't seem like the type of guy who wants to do it all by himself. Well, the reason he left Colorado was because he wanted to go and play in the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> how's that worked out for him? Yeah, well, I mean, Colorado's currently not in the playoff spot right now either. Would they be if he was still there? Uh, probably not because. I think he was the the reason why they were so bad. <laughs> well, I mean, the results speak for themselves. He left, and they were really good. <laughs> It'd be very funny if if he went his whole career and just didn't play in the playoffs. <laughs> Has he never played a playoff game? I don't think so. Wow. Oh no, Colorado. Didn't Colorado have one series? Yeah, I no, think he, they had one series. While he yeah, was there. he's played. He's played. Yeah. Yeah. Did, didn't he also chirp uh, Ottawa inadvertently when he left? Because uh, a reporter asked him, what's it feel like to to play with a winning team? <laughs> or or no, he said that it feels good playing for a winning team or something. When, oh, yeah. when they asked him what it felt like to, to play for Columbus. <laughs> it feels good. And he's like, oh, it feels good to play for a winning team. <laughs> Man, the guy's that he's, he's aptly named. He's a bit of a douche. I've said that before. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Anyway, that's what that's what I that's my thoughts on Columbus <laughs> or on on uh, Matt Duchene. I think they should re-sign Ryan Dezingle. I don't really know why Ottawa got rid of him. Because I mean, he's going to be relatively cheap next year, and you know, he's he's a promising young prospect. So, I don't really know why. They decided to get rid of him. 
Yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's been a lot of weird goaltending decisions lately that I just, I don't understand. Um, and with that, I think we can move into the, I have a little bit of a rant, I guess, to go on about the Montreal Canadiens. Hey! <laughs> so, um, I don't really want to get into the Kakenyemi Kake- stuff. Um, I think he's an 18-year-old that needed to take a break. Um, yeah, he was tired. I mean, he, he's not going to admit that he's tired, but also, yeah, he's like he's an 18-year-old. His body is going to is is not ready for the the rigor of this of this 82-game schedule. Mm-mm. Um, and like the most I, he just played before was 57 in Finland. Yeah, and I and think it's very moment to just sit back and maybe just reflect a little bit on where he's at in terms of his game. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm tons not, of guys I, have said that they feel like they are able to watch, like their game got better after seeing it from above because mm-hmm. they kind of know what position they need to be in and where to go and what people do and yeah, but, yeah. So I'm not upset about that at all. Um, but I do not understand why Claude Julien made the decision on their road trip to start Niemi against San Jose and then Price against... It was like, so their their Western road trip is three games, was three games this week in four days. Um, and Price started against LA. And then for some reason... They started Niemi against San Jose and then Price the night after against Anaheim. And I think the thinking there was that um, they're going to get the win against Anaheim or they're more likely to get the win against Anaheim and it'd be best to have your best goaltender against them. And in that kind of sacrificing that San Jose game. But as uh, Sterling had mentioned last week, it the when you're playing a back-to-back people are going to show up for that first game for sure. And so it's probably better to play your starting goaltender that game. And lo and behold, that game against San Jose, (laughs) anti-Niemi lost. Um, But the team itself played unbelievable. They should like, they played like they should have won that game. And then they go the next night and get blown out eight to two against Anaheim. Um, One of the worst scores of Carey Price's career. So I just like, I don't get it. I'm a little mad that like player, like they could have won that San Jose game and they could have walked away with four of six points coming out of coming out of the West coast. But now they're out of the playoffs because of this decision. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They played one more game than both Pittsburgh and Columbus at 69. And they're tied with Columbus at 79 points. Yeah, I was, I was very, I was, I was pretty surprised that uh, that Price didn't play against San Jose. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm at a loss for words. I don't know why. I, I guess that's why Mike Babcock is the highest paid coach. Yeah, because he's in the smart. NHL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because like you would think, oh, Anaheim doesn't score, so throw in our backup 
because, you know, you're more likely to, but I mean, I guess, I guess it's just the opposite of what Sterling said is statistically you, you can pad your stats even more by playing your strong goaltender against, um, the team that you're more likely to win against. Well, that's what, that's what Claude Julien was trying to do. Yeah. (laughs) Did not work out that way. No, it did not. And it would have been better if Price had played against San Jose. Mm -hmm. There were some fluky goals that Niemi let in. Yeah. Yeah. So they would have won that game, I think, if Price had played. Mm Mm-hmm. But, like, that's kind of the same as what happened with in Toronto, right? Um, except that Anderson won against the the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the Habs the Habs are slipping, uh, but they're still right there in it. They're they're in it. They're they're only two points out. Um, Pittsburgh plays again tonight against the Bruins, big bad Bruins. Um, after they played last night and lost to Columbus, four to one. So go Boston. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, that's I, hate, I hate being a fan. <laughs> it sucks. I get so emotional about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Another team that's friggin' been dropping the ball is uh, is is my team. No Yahoo for the Flames in the last five games because they haven't been able to score any goals. It's been ridiculous. Like this team uh, was so good at the beginning of the season, but ever since the All-Star game, the top line has just gone completely cold. Um, Johnny Gaudreau has only one goal in his last 19 games played. Holy. And yeah. Yeah, he's he's gotten I think ten assists since uh, in in that stretch. But I mean, the top line needs to produce, and uh, this team is reeling right now. They've scored two goals or less in their last five games, uh, and they got shut out by Arizona on uh, on Thursday. They're on a four game slide, the longest losing streak that they've been on uh, this regular season. They play Vegas tonight, and um, it was a pretty good. It was a really, really good game against Vegas on uh, Wednesday night. Um, there was uh, a real air of uh, playoff atmosphere, and it was it was really fun to watch. So hopefully tonight they'll bring their A game, and uh, it'll be another chippy affair. But uh, yeah, these guys need to figure it out because uh, the San Jose Sharks are coming in hot. Uh, they've been, they've won the last four games to uh, overtake the Flames for sec first in the Western Conference. They're at 90 points, same amount of games played. Flames are at 89. So yeah, like this team, and it hasn't even been goaltending uh, because the last two games, uh, Riddick and Mike Smith have played pretty well. Um, but uh, you know, aside from that uh, that spanking from from Toronto on on Monday, and 
yeah, like this team needs to get their shit together. They need to know how to. They need to figure out how to how to score again. It's uh, it's pretty surprising how cold they've gotten because like, at the beginning of the season uh, they were just on fire. And um, you know, I, I think I think part of it is due to the fact that I think they're coasting a little bit, uh, and, and that's one of the dangers of of. Um, of being a good team, I guess, in quotation marks, early on in the season. But games like these are why I worry about them in the playoffs, just because, you know, if they can't score and their goaltending is not there, then, I mean, that's like every other team. (laughs) But, yeah. Hashtag Flames Gold Watch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. So what you're saying is uh, tonight is tonight's going to be a first round matchup uh, preview. <laughs> Potentially, yeah. Potentially. It's looking more and more likely. Man, It'll be fun. That'll be scary for Calgary. Very scary for Calgary, because then that means they got to play in the Shark Tank mm-hmm. if they move past Vegas. So. You know, I, I, I don't mind our chances. I wouldn't want to play against Vegas, but I don't mind our chances if we have to, as long as we have home ice advantage, because we cannot win. I don't think we've ever won in Vegas. Mm. Um, they, I mean, they do have the space currently in the standings. They're eight points up on Vegas. Yeah. So. So hopefully this, this slide ends soon. Um. Shout out to the San Jose Sharks for playing unbelievably well last. Uh, Man, they're too good. Two games here. Yeah, they're they're doing it all without uh, without Eric Carlson too. I know. Their uh, their their depth scoring has just been phenomenal this year. Timo Meyer has come out of nowhere. He just set a record for most goals scored by a Swiss-born player. And uh, Kevin LeBanc has has been has been doing really well lately. Joe Thornton has seen a revitalization in his career. He's, he's starting to just third line center Joe Thornton. He's playing almost like a Joe Thornton of old. <laughs> and man, like it's fun to watch him go. Like he's just uh, he's such a beauty. I love Joe Thornton. Their transition, their transition game is nuts. Like watching that Habs game against them is like it takes them no time to like turn over the puck and then immediately attack and score. Mm-hmm. Like they're fast and they're like they can like within seconds they can change the game. Yeah, and and that's what they they just have that game breaking ability, and that's yeah. what is so dangerous about the sharks. They 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 smell blood in the water right now, and yeah, um, it's going to be a very hard fight to, I think, to for that top spot in the Western Conference. So. Shout out to San Jose, all our San Jose listeners out there. Um, keep her going. We might ask you to. I think we're going to ask you a favor in a little bit here. But here you go. So that was <laughs> cool. <laughs> uh, so should we talk about uh, Monitor Watch? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you.
Oh man, I missed uh-huh. that. I missed that song. I know it's so good. <laughs> it's one of the best goal horn, uh, goal horns in the game. Oh, I need to go back to Southern Ontario. <laughs> Missing home. Uh, yeah. So just a, an amazing troll job by by Brad Marchand. Um, <laughs> what a champ! Yeah, he's a beauty. Uh, he. Uh, what did Marner do? He broke some kind of record, and then uh, yeah, broke a Leafs, Leafs record about or like tie a record or something about points uh, by a Leafs player or something in a, in a right. certain amount of games or something like that. Right, right. And so Brad goes and tweets at uh, at the NHL, starts stirring the pot, <laughs> and uh, says, "Oh." Excited to watch this kid. Um, what's his next contract going to be? 12.5 million AAV. <laughs> Better be. <laughs> Hashtag Marner watch. Hashtag Marner watch. <laughs> oh, it's great. It's so good. Um, and, you know, these guys are having so much fun. Uh, they've just been doing nothing but winning. And, um, you know, they asked them, they asked him in an interview after to see what he was up to. And the great thing about it is he, he just completely doubled down. He's just like, you know what? Like people mistook that they saw it the wrong way. I, I'm just trying to give props where props are due. <laughs> I love that at the end of it, he looks directly into the camera. And like he's <laughs> definitely trolling. <laughs> oh yeah. He's a beauty. So, um, the Bruins are, are doing so well right now. Uh, they just keep winning, like we mentioned, and this is all without without David Pasternak. I know. <laughs> Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's you know it's looking like that uh, first round matchup is is looking inevitable at this point. Oh man, I'm. It's going to go to seven for sure. Oh yeah. I don't yeah. know who's gonna. I don't know who's gonna take it. I think Boston is probably gonna take it. If yeah, if they get home ice, I think. I think <laughs> it's it's. Yeah, it'll be tough. Tough test for for the Leafs for sure. Um, but it'll be fun. You know, well, we're, we're, we're we're getting excited for the playoffs, and. Uh, you know, again, not not much has happened this week, and you know what? I don't have anything else to talk about. Um, yeah, I mean, I wanted to mention something else that made me laugh this week. Um, Scott Hartnell was uh, dropping the game puck um, in both Philly and in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And he told the guys when they came up that he'd give a hundred bucks to the the winner, the winner of the of the ceremonial faceoff. Yeah. <laughs> so they actually fought for it. Such a Scott Hartnell thing to do. So funny. Yeah, that's hilarious. Good old Scott Hartnell. Remember yeah. those Hartnell down videos? Oh, man. Personality in the NHL is a good thing. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
For sure. Those were good years for Philly, too. Oh, man. It was Jeff Carter, Scott Hartnell, Claude Giroux, Voracek years. Mm -hmm. Those were fun years to watch. (laughs) um, Having, uh, what's his name, the goaltender? Um, Where's Galov? (laughs) 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 Some of those, some of those, uh, he dropped a lot of really great interview bombs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, one of the one of the greatest. People still still talk about. Uh, yeah, they still they still bring it up. It's hilarious, and he's still active. I think um, I think people get him to to do analysis and. Oh really? Like yeah, I think so. He, he like comes on every now and then. I think it wraps up more around playoffs. Hmm. So, I hope he I hope he does some stuff during the playoffs this year as well. It'll be fun to watch him. But, uh, yeah, so we here at uh, Hunker for Hockey Talk would like to call out our fans, specifically the fans who are in playoff positions. Um, We're looking for one diehard fan from each playoff team to interview. You know, uh, Bring on to the show. We'll uh, we'll ask you a couple questions about uh, your thoughts on on your team, what you think your playoff chances are. Um, you know, who would be your best matchup, and we just want to get your thoughts. You know, because uh, Stir Daddy Johnny B and I can can only watch so many games, and you know, um, we think it'd be it'd be a good a good idea to to get you diehard fans out there to share your experience. We want to hear what, um, what your thoughts are on your team and, you know, cause what their chances sure are. As, yeah. We sure as heck give you guys our thoughts on our teams. <laughs> so yeah, we, we figured it'd be fun to flip the script and, uh, see what, what you listeners out there, what you diehard fans, how you diehard fans feel about, about your team. So, um, Reach out if uh, if you're listening and, and you'd be interested in uh, in coming on the podcast and uh, doing an interview, answering a couple questions. Uh, email us at hungryforhockeytalk at gmail.com. If you're interested, give us the name of the team that you know that you're a diehard fan of. If you could send us pictures of your memorabilia, that'd be good so that we can verify that you're a fan and not a troll. That'd be cool. Or um, you can slide into our DMs on Twitter. Yeah, slide into our <laughs> DMs on Twitter. That works as well. That's at HFHT Podcast on Twitter. Give us a follow. You know, tweet at us. We're kind of lonely, just chirping away on our own. So it, 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 it'd be fun to, it'd be nice to listen, to hear from all you guys, you know. And, uh, yeah, so, so we'll, we'll, we'll call some people out, call some fan bases out, reach out to a couple people and, um, hopefully we can get some, some good, some good people on. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it'll be fun. We're looking, we're looking forward to, to trying to get these interviews going and yeah, hopefully we can kind of expand our horizons and, you know, get a little, a few more listeners, which would be sweet. Uh, but yeah, other than that, sleepy week this week again, 
and uh, going on yeah no not much at all so i mean yeah i mean i've got a i've got a pasternak update because i've been been watching that so, so much um i he um he might be back this week um he was skating with a cast he's handling a puck um he was skating uh, with a cast well like a like a hand like a hand kind of cast not like a full on cast but like a hand uh pr- protection wishful thinking <laughs> well uh as per roto world uh david pasternak will not play saturday as he remains sidelined with a thumb injury so that was last night um pasternak did not perform some or did perform some puck handling drills alone this morning but did not practice with the team. The team confirmed that the 22-year-old will not play this weekend. Um, so as of Tuesday this week, it'll be four weeks. And so they said they'd reevaluate him after four weeks and see where mm-hmm. he is. Um, and I'm just praying that he comes back this week or maybe next week if I can, because uh, fantasy hockey uh, playoffs start this week. <laughs> so if I could have <laughs> that star back on my team, that'd be great. Yeah, it'd be nice, eh? Um, I will have to figure out who to drop, though. And I think it might have to be my team captain, Dustin Brown. <laughs> Can't <laughs> believe you still have him. <laughs> I, I mainly have him just for the team name. Yeah, I the guess. Brown notes. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> but I'm going to have to change it up. Yeah. Um, but I've got, like, I've got Pasternak and Panarin, so something like Something about pasta and bread would be good. <laughs> yeah, that would work. Pasta and bread, man. I got them both. Yeah, it needs work. It needs work. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, Sorry, so... Uh, Sorry, Dustin Brown. For those other uh, fantasy managers who are also hinging their playoff hopes on David Pasenak, We'll just run through a few streamable options, I suppose. So again, we're not going to spend too much time into this. Uh, but, you know, Brock Nelson has been playing pretty well for the New York Islanders on their top line. He's only 30% owned, center left wing. Um, Jake Jakob Verana, we've, we've mentioned before is 22% owned and uh, he's been getting points consistently, pretty consistently. And uh, Travis Konechny of the Philadelphia Flyers has, has been also scoring, <clears throat> excuse me, with, uh, with regularity, Kevin LeBanc, LeBanc, as, uh, as we've mentioned earlier, has been hot. So if you can scoop him up, he's only 19% owned. Don't nobody pick him up in my pools, kids. Um, <laughs> Joe Thornton, Jumbo Joe, as well, has is is on a four game point streak, and as we mentioned, he's been hot, so he's a good pickup right now. Only center eligible, so that's a little tough. But um, you know, if if you're missing a centerman, then Jumbo Joe, he's your man. Uh, yeah, I mean. Pretty slim pickings at this point, you know. It's uh, 
there's not too much going on, not too much left over in the uh, in the free agent pool. So, you know, good luck to everybody. Travis Sanheim is, is probably a, a decent spot as well. Um, Duncan Keith has been turning it back on for the Hawks, even though they're not going to make the playoffs, which is unfortunate. <laughs> but yeah, I think that about does it for us, guys. Um, we appreciate you guys listening. And again, if you're interested in uh, being interviewed, talking to us about your team, send us an email hungryforhockeytalk at gmail.com. DM us at HFHD Podcast on Twitter. That's how you can reach out and get at us. And uh, yeah, if you like the podcast, share it with your friends, family. Bring your mom! Because we would really appreciate that. Thanks again for listening, everybody. We will catch you guys next week, hopefully with more to talk about, with um, a few interviews. And uh, yeah, leading up to the playoffs here. Getting excited. Go Flames Go tonight. Let's go. Signing off. Let's go. 